three o'clock hour. <laughs> I was gonna say three o'clock hour. We always tried to play the worst song ever, ever created. Start out three o'clock. You, you had a, you we have a, a new a, thing on Mondays. We will play the worst <laughs> song ever recorded at 3 o'clock on Mondays. <laughs> You're in a special place today. <laughs> you are in a special place. <laughs> you know what it is, though, right? What's that? His wife was gone all weekend. <laughs> oh. Right. So he's had nobody <laughs> to pick on you, right? <laughs> you know what? That goes back to yeah. Hawk. Stop fooling with people. <laughs> That's what he had. He couldn't fool with anybody uh, for two days. It was built up. That's funny. It's a good observation by you. <laughs> uh, what, what, is, what does Lori say when you get in your moods? Does she leave? Um, I don't think I'm allowed to be in those moods around her. Like, oh, okay. it's 25 years in. Yeah. And uh, she's uh, pretty much set the parameters. So That's now what happens. It's pretty much Solana. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody sees me. I'm not talking a lot. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Kind of. Um, all right. We have a lot of stuff to get to still today. So a couple of things. We're giving away heat tickets. Are we giving away heat tickets every day this week? We clarified that. When? About 10 minutes before the show. Mm, not with me. We didn't have that conversation, you and I. No, sir. Okay. I'm not in any conversation. Well, I still don't know if we're giving away heat tickets every day this week. We are? Well, how about that? How are we giving them away? It's really up to us. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. What are the which tickets? What game? Against the Rockets. All right. Um, when is that? February 9th. All right. So you got to listen to win. We'll do that every day this week. How about that? Sounds good. All right. We're going to get some headlines. Doug Plagans is going to join us. Are you on TV? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm not on TV. I don't know. Solana back under the table. <laughs> <laughs> I like this looking at myself. Man. I know. It's very uh, disorienting. It's a 305. Dolly. 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 God bless Dolly. Dolly. Thank you, Jimmy. That heat game, by the way, is February 10th, not 9th. Okay. At least that was what it says on the liner. I don't know. I got to get to a heat game now. There's another thing we're doing. I was uh, I was talking about the Sinbad Sports when Appel came on. We are giving away, how about this, a dual number custom jersey. So it's a Dolphins jersey, but it's got both their numbers on it. So And it's signed by Mark Duper and Mark Clayton. So it's what? a dual number jersey. Both of them have signed it. And uh, also you get a meet and greet with the Marks Brothers. It's at Sinbad Sports in Pembroke Gardens. So this Saturday is their signing from noon till 2. But we've got this jersey to give away. And if you uh, now if you want details on the autograph signing, go to sinbadsports.com. If you want to enter to win this jersey, go to double Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Text the word duper. We'll have a different code word every day. Text the word duper to 20357. Do it right now. D U P E R. Text the word duper Right now to 20357, and if you're the text that we pick at the end of the week, you will get the autographed Clayton and Duper dual number jersey That's cool. from Sinbad Sports. I don't think so. I want to purchase. I'll buy that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Right? I That's love those cool. guys. Know them. Cool. They're, I've those actually... are Dolphins royalty. But just cool yeah. human beings. Interesting. Yes. I've done radio with Duper. 
for a short window because they had to get dupe off of radio. But those two days were amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if the end of that story was going to come. I did radio with Duper for a short time because they had to get him off the radio. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. Um, So if you want to win this jersey, text the word right now, Duper, D-U-P-E-R, to 20357, 20357, and you will be entered for your chance to win. By the way, the uh, 305 alarm was sponsored by Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. A lot of the guys that play with my dad just cuss me out when they see me. <laughs> so I like that's I don't affection, know. Though. I, that's what, but I don't know if they used to cuss my dad out or am I softer than my dad? Nah, it's just affection. It's something, but Larry Little and Duper just let me have it as soon as they see me every single Complete time. Complete and total affection. Okay. Uh, hurt my feelings. Let's get headlines here for the 3 o'clock hour. Headlines with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. A lot to get to. First, Vic Fangio. Here's the update. So, yesterday, Tom Pelissero, he tweeted, Dolphins agree to terms with Vic Fangio that'll make him the highest paid coordinator in the NFL. Done deal. Everybody's excited. Mm -hmm. But. But. (laughs) It's always a but with the Dolphins. You know what I mean? It's always a but with the Dolphins. What was the other ones? Oh, my God. I mean, I could go on and on and on. The butt punt. There was a butt. There was a butt. And a punt. A butt punt. (laughs) Mike Silver, he tweeted today, about two hours ago. He's with the San Francisco Chronicle. Vic Fangio told him. Toad. He told him. (laughs) Vic (laughs) Fangio. What he told him? What he told him? What that guy right over there told him that? <laughs> Vic Fangio told him last night nothing has been decided on on his end, and there appears to be a Kyle Shanahan grace period, if you will. I, you know, again, I, I really believe that Mike McDaniel and Chris Greer and Stephen Ross would have all the I's dotted and the T's crossed on this one before they let it be known. I would be very surprised now, but not that surprised if all of a sudden this seems to be on hold. I do understand. You know, it's almost like the Cormani McLean thing. I do understand if Vic Fangio decides, oh, okay, that coordinator position might open. Because it might, mm-hmm. right? It's not, I mean, he would have to get hired. Yeah, and it, what the thought is that D'Amico Ryan, who's the 49er, but he would have to get right hired. Now, is the front runner for the Texans' job. So a couple things would have to happen, but maybe the Dolphins say, no, 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 wait a second. That's the offer. If you don't want it, then we're, we're going to move on. Yeah. And him and Kyle Shanahan are boys. So there's that possibility that that uh, you know he says, well, let me let me see about this San Francisco job. Yeah, and the home, my homeboy calls me and says, hey, I might have a job, bro. It's Take it a, easy. It's you know what though, it's kind of a bad look though for Vic Fangio if that like 
It's it's bad optics for the Dolphins. Let me wait and see if this job comes open because if it does, I'll take it. But then if it doesn't come open, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I'm coming to the Dolphins. Then you kind of know you were the second choice. But bad optics for the yeah for the replacement it is. But isn't it say bad for the media? But Vic Fangio didn't tweet it. The media ran with the story. Right. He could say I never. Yeah, I never said that. They we saw had me. A deal. I think they saw him at a Cracker Barrel. There's no question he that was, was not, down. That was not big yeah, fan. But there's the no question he was down here. He's talked to the Miami Dolphins yeah. for about the job. But then the media runs with that he's already signed, sealed, and delivered, and he not signed, sealed, and delivered. That's not on Fangio. True. Damn, you got got by the Cracker Barrel picture. Listen, I don't know what big fat dudes look like eating. Well, it wasn't Vic Fangio. Looked like him. Somebody, uh, I'd seen somebody reply to that on that uh, on that tweet. It was like a black guy in line at uh, uh, the Miami airport. <laughs> it says Vic Fangio spotted at Miami <laughs> airport. I like that one. <laughs> uh, so your Super Bowl is set. The Eagles they crushed the Niners thirty-one to seven. The Niners uh, were without Brock Purdy by the end of the first quarter, and then Josh Johnson was in the game. It was a mess. It was and a total he got mess. concussed, yeah. and Brock Purdy came back with no arm. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I didn't understand why they didn't just go to Christian McCaffrey, and then at least you've got 11 on 11. You know that Brock Purdy's going to hand the ball off. Mm-hmm. You know he's not going to run with it, and you know he's not going to throw it. So you're really playing 10 on 11. <laughs> And they started started throwing screens. Ooh, yeah, so I, don't, I don't know. But it, it was it was a, a a sad end to a really magical season by San Francisco. Wasn't that a miss? And I know there's not a lot of people available week 14, but isn't that a miss to have just Josh Johnson behind you, seeing what happened to your two starting quarterbacks already? I mean, you got to be prepared with a fourth quarterback now. But I would if it was Wild Card Weekend, okay. But Purdy played through the season. Purdy played like six, seven games. Right, but I mean, who you? I mean, like, that, that, I'm, I understand. There's not a lot of top quarterbacks think, available. Right, but I think season. Josh Johnson, like, you've got a, a 13-year veteran of the NFL, like, kind of a perfect guy. I'm guessing because he's held a clipboard most of his years. Yeah, perfect guy to mentor Brock Purdy, show him what's going on. Purdy's playing well. I I didn't think that was, um, and and Josh Johnson. I mean, if he doesn't get concussed, yeah, like it wasn't like he was playing poorly. It didn't not that he was playing great, but no. You know, he got injured. And that old line, you get two quarterbacks hurt within a quarter and a half. Let's put a little blame in that yeah. front front yeah. five of the 49ers, too, now. And the Chiefs, they uh, they squeak it out against the Bengals 23-20. to So, Eagles-Chiefs in the Super Bowl two weeks from today. A lot of storylines. First time ever, two black quarterbacks are starting in the Super Bowl. Andy Reid will play his former team. In the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles, a lot going on in this Super Bowl. Then you got uh, Philadelphia's got the the cheesesteaks. What does Kansas City have? Barbecue. 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 Is there a place like a particular, you know, like Jim Steaks in Philadelphia? Is there a? Hawk, we have two weeks to figure this out. All right, because that's the storyline <laughs> that I'm going with. I've eaten barbecue in Kansas City. Yeah, it's- no, no, it's famous for barbecue. Yeah. But barbecue. it's not like, you know, if it was Cincinnati, it's Skyline Chili. Yeah. Like, I, I have a place. It's something on some river that I went to. I got When I was there, they told me, you have to go to this place. I'll find the name. All right. Just Googling, what food is Kansas City known for? Well, it's definitely known for barbecue, but I want to know, like, the premier barbecue joint. 
you know, like we saw Giordano's and all the places. Correct, you bring in Chicago, up. Yeah, right. they have to have a place. Right. Applebee's. Not Applebee's. Uh, just, you know, throwing it out there. Mm-mm. Locally, the Heat, they lost yesterday to Charlotte. They'll play the Cavs tomorrow night, 7 p.m. And Omer Yurtsevin, he's been cleared, according to Barry Jackson, confirmed by his agent. His ankle is fully healed, and the hope is after the All-Star break, he'll be able to contribute. Somebody texts in on the Kendall Toyota text line, Hawk, you really think Stephen Ross would be above messing this up? He has a history of messing stuff up when it comes to coaches, players, tampering with players, etc. That's a good point. I call it trying hard. <laughs> no, the texture makes a good point. The Panthers lost both home games over the weekend, 4-3 to to the Kings, and then 4-3 to in overtime to the Bruins. No, they beat the Bruins. Excuse me, they did. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the most miraculous No, we victories. talked about it. I know. Yeah. That's why I was surprised that this had changed since the weekend as well. They're off until February 6th Are you because okay? All-Star break. Are you okay? You oh, created this in the I first hour. This? Yes, messing with this man. What? <laughs> I'm sorry I wanted the show to start in two. Water under the bridge. I got you, Solana. Canes <laughs> Hoops, they did lose to Pitt on Saturday. Should we have Doug Plagans on in the next segment? I pretend like they lost both games <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> And then funny. just yeah, and he'll be like, "Well, I, I'm like, I don't know." So a lot of said they lost both. <laughs> Canes football, their spring game scheduled for April 15th. That one would be played at Drive Pink Stadium. All right, man. There's so much to get to, like LeBron crying after the no call versus the Celtics. Patrick Beverly <sighs> so bringing listen, the camera so to listen, the official. So listen, that was unbelievable. That's Did you amazing. see that? That was great. That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in the history of sport. In the history of sports. You know why? Because Patrick Beverly never breaks character. I love someone who stays in character. Mm -hmm. He was very surprised that the ref didn't want to see the camera. You know what I mean? He was genuinely surprised that the ref was not interested in seeing the personal camera that he was bringing to him. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't like he wasn't doing shtick out there. He thought to himself. You know, the ref might want to see this video that I have. I'll bring it to him. And after the tech, and, and, he just keeps looking back, pointing. Like, it's right here. It's right here on the camera. What the camera. I, We're having a uh, <laughs> some kind of failure to communicate. I'm going to help you. you. You should be thanking me for this. It was so funny. Uh, the LeBron thing, he was fouled. There's no question he was fouled. Eh, settle down, though. I, I mean... It, that wasn't the that wasn't game seven of the NBA Finals. I don't care if it was, Hawk. My two year old didn't get gummies yesterday right, and did the same right, thing. Right. He was on the ground for a minute. Right. Sitting there. <laughs> right. He couldn't believe that a hack wasn't called on a layup. He couldn't believe he's been around the NBA forever. He couldn't he has never seen a missed call before. He couldn't believe it. Till he saw a missed call about a minute before that and he was complaining again. It, now, that's he should have got, but he should have gotten that call. LeBron should get that call 100 out of 100 times. Kobe should get that call 100 out of 100 times. Michael Jordan should get that call 100 out of 100 times. So I get it. But also, you know, it's a Friday night against Boston in, you know, game 35 or whatever. And if Jordan or Kobe did not get that call, they wouldn't sit and complain like a two-year-old for a minute laying on the ground. 
that was embarrassing. Jordan would kill you with his eyes. Now, this is a perfect example. People always ask me why I don't like LeBron. I Great man, great player, second of all time, philanthropist, all the stuff he does. That is a perfect example why I do not like LeBron James, what you saw on that court. It's, he's a, he's a, he's just, he doesn't act like Mike Jordan's act. Mm-hmm. Men don't mm-hmm. act like that. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. He's a baby. I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a baby. Uh, the Empire State Building turning green for the Eagles and New Yorkers very upset on uh, Twitter. Uh, was that a bit? Because if you follow the whole thing, like, then they turned it red for the Chiefs. Then, that, that, like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, I, is the Empire State Building doing a bit as silly as that sounds? I don't know, but I'm in New York a lot. They like to get mad. Mm. Well, that got people angry. I just know uh, the uh, the CEO of Barstool, Stool Presidente, Dave Portnoy, he was very upset. Well, did you see this. what they tweeted at him? They responded with a video of himself. It was great. Doing, it's, uh, I've never liked a tweet from the Empire State Building before. I liked that one. It's why it's incredible in 2023 a building can shame you. Yeah, the building, the building owned him on that one. The building owned him. <laughs> I think it might be a representative. <laughs> nah, I don't know. <laughs> Your weather, it's sponsored by DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Your accident attorneys.com. Call them 866-954-MORE. The pretty decent afternoon in South Florida. The Panthers did win on Saturday. I apologize <laughs> for that. That's your weather. All right, Doug Plagans, who is the radio voice for the Florida Panthers, he's going to join us in the next segment. You know how much I rave about Dave and Buster's in Hollywood on this show. You got a big game in a couple of Sundays. That's a perfect place to watch. We've had a watch party there before. And I believe Kansas City was in it when we had that watch party because they brought in some Kansas City barbecue. You remember that? Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, Dave and Buster's. Uh, whatever it is, hockey, basketball, combat sports, the big game, they've got a 42-foot TV there, which you've got to see to believe. They've got, you know, TVs all over the place, a great sports bar, great food. They've got the games in the midway. So, look, there are a lot of big sporting events coming up. You're going gonna to have the tournament in, uh, Oh, we're in the what was this the last day of January? I was going to say the tournament next month, but I guess we got a little bit ways to go before then. But the big game, I mean, it is all going off at Dave and Buster's. You cannot go wrong there. Between the hundreds of TVs, the amazing games in the midway, the food and the drinks, whether you're just hanging out with friends or family, or whether you're watching the most important game of the week, it is all going off at Dave and Buster's. Talking about the one in the Oakwood Plaza in Hollywood, just east of I-95 between Sterling and Sheridan. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I don't know that I've ever paid enough attention to see the Onion Volcano. What? Hawk and Crowder. whole bunch of people texting in, by the way. Casey Joe's is the barbecue place you have to go to in Kansas City. I'm just looking at the the initial batch of texts, say Casey Joe's. All right, uh, Doug Plagans on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Doug Plagans, radio voice for the Florida Panthers. It is All-Star Week. Here in South Florida, reminder, if you want info about any of the All-Star festivities, go to floridapanthers.com slash All-Star. It's the easiest way to find out everything because there is stuff all week long. Then you have the big skills uh, night on Friday, the game on Saturday. 
Uh, FloridaPanthers.com slash all-star Doug Plagans is with us, and I'm guessing you're pretty excited to have all the hockey royalty in town, uh, especially this weekend. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. i got to say that was pretty impressive. Crowder doing the disclaimer there. And uh, Jack Stack Barbecue in Kansas City, nothing else compares. So I think any other answer is incorrect. Have you, have you been to Casey Joe's? Uh, no, I have not. However, uh, my buddy and I on our baseball trip on multiple occasions have gone to Jack Stack. One time, we actually went, we were on our way to the Royals game. There was like a two-hour wait. Time was of the of the essence. We just didn't have two hours to sit there and wait. And um, we did the old veteran move, called, uh, called for a carryout order from the sidewalk out front, picked it up, and ate it inside the Nissan Ultima, which was rented. So if we made a mess, we didn't really care. And uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was the experience. But Jack Stack, I, I know there's a ton of good barbecue. I, I'm sure you can't go wrong. But I've been to Jack Stack multiple times, and it's outstanding. And it just makes – the experience in Kansas City that much better because that ballpark is beautiful too. Well, the, the only reason that we bring it up is because the the Super Bowl is Philadelphia, so I'm using Jim Steaks as my go-to cheesesteak place in Philadelphia, and I didn't have a go-to barbecue place because I'd never been to KC. So if I if I gave you that matchup, Jim Steaks versus what was it called? Jack Stack. Jack Stack. Who gets the nod? You do know that I, I do love cheesesteaks. They're they're one of my favorite regional sandwiches but uh i i've never been to jim's i've heard good things just never been over to you know or is it john jim's maybe i've been to jim there's jim's geno's and pats yeah i've never been to geno's and pats i'm a big fan of sunny's that's one that never gets talked about but it's an old city and it's really good and uh also i think you know i have been to jim's and uh it was very good cash only operation if memory serves <laughs> Your memory serves correct. You are correct there. Cash only. Listen, man, uh, you want to play ball. Before we talk uh, all-star festivities and all the uh, the fun stuff, I have to talk about Saturday night because that game against the Bruins, the Panthers score the tying goal. There's like a second to play in regulation. Then they go ahead and win in overtime with about 17 seconds in. Um, is that possible where that game – is the exact catalyst, say, that the team needs heading into the second half of the season? I think it certainly can't hurt, and it's something that they can build on. And in some ways, you're sitting there after that game thinking, geez, I wish I wish they were getting back on the ice in 24 hours to, to keep, keep the mojo rolling here. But at the same time, Paul Maurice did say after the game, when he was uh, doing his post-game media availability. So that's something they, that the, the team can have on its mind, something they can think about, not just the fact that they got that win over the team that has been the the best team in the league from the outset this season. I mean, the start they've had is kind of an 84 Tigers type of start to the season. But he said that's something they can have in the back of their mind during this break, and when they get back on the ice where the schedule is not going to be any easier, they're going to see the Tampa Bay Lightning, that first game coming out of the break. But it's not just the way they got the – or the, the fact that they got the win, but it's how they got the win, a game where there was a roller coaster of emotions there at the end. And not to mention throughout the game, the Panthers were doing a lot of things right but just had some bad bounces go against them. And you're sitting there, you're thinking, okay, well, going into this game – the Boston Bruins have the record they have. They were 38-6-4, I think, going into that game. And you're thinking, well, you don't get a 38-6-4 record without having a few breaks and a few strokes of luck go your way. And that's what happened in that when you had the bounce off Sam Bennett's stick and, you know, things like that. But the Panthers were able to, to get the game tied up, and they fell behind with 38 
uh, or with 48 seconds left, and you're thinking, oh, geez, the Boston Bruins, who, you know, at times, David Pasternak, he was quiet the whole night. He's been anything but quiet this whole season, but he was quiet all night long. He came up with a big goal with 48 seconds left. Is this just the story of the Boston Bruins season getting a big play when they need one? But then there's Alexander Barkov to score inside two seconds left in the game, and then it took him almost no time at all to win it in overtime when Sam Reinhart scored in that one-timer. So I think the way they got it, just as importantly as, as winning the game, I think it can go a long way. Uh, 30 games left, still a tall order, but there are a lot of teams in the race, and the, the main thing is they're right there. And that was the big the big point going into this. At the break, the Panthers didn't have to be in a playoff spot to make a run and eventually get into the playoffs. They just needed to be in a position to make a run because they're going to play 18 of their last 30 on home ice. They've had a crazy difficult schedule from a, from a scheduling and logistics perspective in the first 52 games. Uh, but things really do get to be a, a bit more routine, more home-heavy the second part of the year, and uh, and they paid for it in the first half by having the schedule they had. They weathered the storm, and I think, uh, like I said, all you can ask is that they could be in a position to make a run. I think they put themselves there. Hey, Doug, one thing during the bye week when I played, like you would know what you're bad at by what the coach does at practice. If it's we you can't stop the run, you're stopping the run. Intermediate passes, you know, scoring in the red zone. What's that thing that uh, Paul Maurice is going to dwell on with any practices where he gets that little bonus time through the All-Star break? Well, I think the, the main thing being worked on during this, during this, especially where you have the Panthers bye week as a chunk of this, and, and guys, uh, you know, guys have a chance to get healthy. I think that's the biggest thing for this team is, uh, you know, away from X's and O's. I think the biggest thing this team can work on is resting those bumps and bruises and, and getting everything right. Uh, first half of the season, it was the injury bug at times that, uh, that held the Panthers back. And, you know, you had, uh, you had both goaltenders banged up there before the break and, and things like that. So I think that the biggest thing is just the fact that this, the Panthers are going to have some rest and not just some rest, but some rest with, a, with a, a positive thought in their mind, picking up that win over the Boston Bruins. I, I think that's the biggest thing that they can take from this because, let's face it, this far into a season, 52 games in, everybody's got their bumps and bruises. It's going to be quite a push to the end here, and, uh, and the Panthers are going to need every ounce of that energy. I, I think just the rest, I think the rest and, and being able to heal is the biggest thing that, uh, that this team can work on during this time off. And it doesn't get easy. Right? I mean, it's not easy at all because they, they start with Tampa, right, at home. on uh, It'll be a week from the ninth. Yeah, the first, uh, I mean, you look at those three home games coming out of the break between Monday and Saturday, the Panthers are going to see each of the two teams that played in the Stanley Cup final last year. So, folks, if you're looking for something to do coming out of the break, you don't want to miss that. Monday night, a week from tonight, the Panthers are going to be home against Tampa Bay. Always a big game when the Panthers and the Lightning play. And, you know, you'd imagine coming off the layoff rivalry game, division game, uh, it's probably going to be Andre Vasilevsky down at the other end. I don't see why it wouldn't be. So uh, we'll see who's ready to play a net for the Panthers when things get going again uh, on Monday. But then on Saturday, they have the game against the Sharks a week from Thursday. A week from Saturday, the Panthers have the Colorado Avalanche coming to town. Their first, uh, their first and only trip to Sunrise in the regular season, and they're getting healthy. That team endured an injury bug like, like many of us haven't seen in pro sports, much less the NHL this season, some of what they've had to deal with. 
and they've managed to keep the boat afloat. And uh, and you know they're. I think everybody feels pretty confident saying that team's going to end up uh, firmly in a playoff spot as we as we head down the stretch. They're playing some of their best hockey of the season since they've started getting some of their uh, you know key players back into the lineup. So a couple of uh, big tests, uh, but three straight home games, and that's going to be a theme for the Panthers coming out of the break. 18 of the last 30 on home ice, and uh, it's a chance to make a move. This team's been good on home ice all season, and uh, they certainly can use that to their advantage as they push for a playoff spot. Doug Plagans is the radio voice for the Florida Panthers right here on 560 WQAM. It is All-Star Week. By the way, Crowder and I and Solana, we are going to broadcast live Friday from FLA Live Arena. We'll uh, do our show there from 2 till 6. We'll hang out. We'll watch the skills competition. Uh, our broadcast brought to you by our friends at Funky Buddha Brewery, who we are so appreciative of. Uh, are you going to get any time off during this break, or are you going to hang out because all the all-star uh, action in town? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out and observe, but uh, and I've got, uh, I'm going to be at a lot of the events. We've got our... Uh, our hockey fest uh, happening tomorrow in Sunrise, Flamingo Park. I'll be out there for that for, I believe, the whole time, uh, 5 to 8 p.m. I'll be out there tomorrow night, so we urge everybody to check that out. You can park at FLA Live Arena and get shoveled over, so that's how it's going to work tomorrow. There's going to be all kinds of fun stuff. And then Wednesday, we've got uh, uh, up at uh, the Ice Den in Coral Springs, we've got the uh, ho- the hockey fest going on up there. There's going to be an alumni game as well. Puck drops at 8 o'clock, so you can... I know I'm excited to see Bill Lindsay hit the Ice uh, as one of the uh, alumni for that game, but there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of names from the past that folks are going to be excited to see suiting up in that. So um, come out, check it out. Got food trucks, all that stuff beforehand, and then you can go in and uh, watch the alumni game afterwards. So lots of fun in Coral Springs coming up on Wednesday night, and then they've got the Beach Fest on Thursday. I'm going to be out and about at all this stuff. I'll be at everything tomorrow and Wednesday, um, and then uh, over the weekend. You know, the league kind of comes in and takes over all that but uh, but i'll be i'll be uh, popping around so uh, again i'm gonna i'm gonna get my rest where i can but uh but i'm going to uh you know be sure to uh check out as much as i can as well so we've got a lot going on excited to see everybody uh, as we've got these events coming up here uh, this week so uh, lots of fun to be had in uh, floridapanthers.com slash all-stars you guys hit right off the top that's where to go and find out uh, all the information and, Doug, I asked, I asked Hawk this, I think, last week, and you're the hockey expert to me. Well, how was the game different? Because people hate football now. The Pro Bowl, they actually are turning it into a flag football game because nobody wanted to hit. Basketball, nobody plays defense. How does hockey – like, are the fans mad that it's not real hockey? Does it change? Do they not play as hard? I was, I was questioning, can you skate not fast because you're on ice? Like, I don't even know the damn difference. Well, there is, you know, it is a much more offensive minded. I think the guys know they're putting on a show. I think to the credit of the fans, um, you, you know, I, I think they go into it. They're not expecting game seven Stanley Cup final sort of intensity. Um, you know, you're not going to get that in all star games. But at the same time, I think the NHL's done a good job kind of mixing things up a little bit. They've got, uh, they go by divisions. So you've kind of got the little tournament format and you've got the three on three. And of course there's a, there's a, a financial prize at the end uh, for the team that winds up winning it. So there's a little bit on the line in that regard. And, uh, and also there's just some other good subplots. You know, it's a chance to see Matthew and Brady Kachuk, the brothers, they're going to be, uh, they've never been on a team before. 
so they're both on the Atlantic Division All-Star squad. This is a, a chance for, for something different there that nobody's ever seen, and I know they're excited about it too because they've never been on a team together. So, uh, again, there's there are a lot of different ways. They've done a good job of spicing things up over the years, but I also think, you know, as time's gone on, uh, you know, you, you can't go into these All-Star games expecting uh, to see guys running each other through the boards and to see uh, to see the, the playoff type of intensity, but I think everybody's there to have a good time, and that's what we're going to have. Has there ever been an all-star fight? You know, to my knowledge, I don't think there has. Um, I, I, you know, maybe we'd have to go back in the uh, in the archives. But yeah, I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't recall. Believe, I'm trying to think when either. The, when the men played, no. <laughs> I can't recall that either. Because <laughs> I was just thinking, like, I, people, lo- I love the skills competition though. because yes, that, yes. I like, but I love that you know with basketball uh, when they do All Star Saturday night skills competition on Friday night. I mean that that stuff is wildly fun, Doug. Yeah, I and mean, you know, the same kind of thing. They've done a lot to spice it up, and there are different events that, you know, will be uh, regionally exclusive as far as, you know, each host city. They have a, a different event here and there in the skills. But as is the case with really everything, I'm, I'm pretty old school. And part of it is I love the, I love the fastest skater. I love the hardest shot. And uh, part of the reason for that is – um, I can reference that on a broadcast. To me, that those are I can learn something. Like this guy was the fastest skater at the All Star game. This guy had the hardest shot. These are these are things that I can reference during games, and uh, and I think it uh, you know is something that we can we can look at when uh, when evaluating a player. Of course, the trick shot stuff is all fun. That's all uh, that's all cool, and everybody's going to have a good time with that. But the the old school staple events are still the ones that uh, that I'm most excited about. Uh, Doug Plagans again. The website is FloridaPanthers.com/slash All star and i am telling you it's very rare that you get an all-star weekend or really an all-star week in town take advantage of that and get involved in some of these activities uh because it's all week long so again floridapanthers.com slash all-star and doug plagans is the radio voice for your florida panthers let me just read a couple of texts for you uh before you leave this guy's crazy jack stack sucks would never go there again too expensive not that good Jack Stack is garbage, overpriced and overrated. He's full of it. Uh, would you like to respond? Uh, if if they'd like to, if they'd like to say hello and discuss barbecue, I'm happy to. But uh, you know, I, I don't. Uh, everybody's entitled to their barbecue opinion, but uh, you know those are. Whatever you want to think. I'm not offended. I'm still going to go to Jack Stack if I'm in Kansas City. And guess what? Tell those people they don't have to come with me. Yeah, there you go. Let me just warn you guys. I don't know if you've seen Doug. You might not want to disrespect him face-to-face. Valid point. And uh, and another texter, after you read the uh, disclaimer live there, says, Damn, Channing is Busta Rhymes. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's on to something. I think he's on to something. 2020 exams already. Hoo-ah. That's how you should end it. Hoo-ah. I got Jack all in check. Uh, there you go, Doug Plagan. So we'll see you around uh, the festivities, and maybe we'll see you Friday at FLA Live Arena. Yes, sir. And I was going to say the other thing: if you're looking for something to do, these events coming up the next few days. Um, the Stanley Cup is going to be present uh, at times. There are going to be photo opportunities with the Stanley Cup. So that's something you certain that that alone is worth. Worth popping in. Uh, I think uh, in my in my read for the event tomorrow, the Stanley Cup was going to be there. I believe it's going to be out there Thursday as well. Um, 
maybe even Wednesday, too. Uh, check floridapanthers.com slash all-star because there are going to be photo ops with the Stanley Cup, and that alone is worth showing up for. Very cool. Yeah, I took one at the uh, Hockey Hall of Fame. I took a picture with it, and I, uh, everyone should have one. If you're a hockey fan, you should have one. I, I, have, a, I have a great photo with the Stanley Cup story for the next time I'm on the show. Is it quick? I can take it right now if it's quick. Okay, well, I went with we went with Denny Potvin a few years ago, and at the end they they asked me Denny and uh, Denny and his daughter were there, and Denny asked if I would take a picture of of them with the Stanley Cup, and I was so focused on getting a good picture of them with the Stanley Cup that I cut the top of the Stanley Cup off the photo, and Denny called our video producer Dave and said, Dave, Doug doesn't know how to take pictures. Can you come and get a good one of us uh, after? But the, the, and uh, and he went. How do you mess that up? The most important part of the picture with the Stanley Cup is the Stanley Cup. I know. I was so focused on making sure they were in the picture that I I accidentally cut the top of the Stanley Cup off the photo. You lost. And, uh, and then they got they got they got the guy who's a professional photographer uh, of sorts to come in and handle it. You lost the plot on the picture. It's all about the Stanley yeah. Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 uh, well, how can we take your barbecue advice forward, if you're going to cut off the top of the Stanley Cup? But from that point forward, I've all, it's, it's made me a better photographer. I've been able to learn from my errors. Plagans learns from his errors. Yes, he Plagans learns from his errors. All right, Doug Plagans. Thanks, and Doug. I apologize profusely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wouldn't want to get Dennis Popman mad. <laughs> no, 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 and we're, and we're, we're and he is uh, he's still he's still a great friend. So uh, there are no hard feelings. All right, I'd apo- I'd keep apologizing just in case. <laughs> Every time you see him. All right, Doug Plagans. Thanks, Doug. Thank you, guys. There you go. Again, the website. If you want to get involved in any of the stuff, FloridaPanthers.com/slash/allstar. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Crowder, speak oh. the gospel on hockey. Tell him. Made a puckin' boy. Hawk and Crowder.